Welcome to Jays From Home, a podcast about the Toronto Blue Jays, hosted by myself and my brother. I'm Steve. And I am your brother, Matt. Yeah. And uh, we are on Twitter as well, at Jays From Home, if you want to get in touch with us and uh, talk mostly to Matt. Uh, he's uh, You are the, the social media manager, I would say, officially. I'm the manager, so, so does, does, do I get an upgrade in pay? Uh, yes, you get double zero dollars. Nice. Sweet. Okay. I'm not great at math, so I think that's a good deal. <laughs> uh, okay. So no Blue Jays uh, games, um, but uh, I think lots there's of news. Lots, of, lots of news and but, but, uh, the, playoffs the playoffs are still playoffs on. First. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the playoffs first because there are act- – let's talk – let's give a, a spotlight to the baseball games that are actually happening. Um And in particular, let's give a spotlight to the New York Yankees um, being down three games to nothing to the to the Houston Astros. Um, They are not matching up well at all. Um, We're hearing news of of Aaron Boone throwing his players under the bus. And I think that the uh, Yankees are going to be out of the playoffs come uh, this evening uh, because there there is a game Sunday evening at 7 p.m. And I think that will be the last game of the season for the for the Yankees. and so far, the Houston Astros are undefeated in the in the playoffs. Did you know that? Uh, no. So they swept all their other, uh, well, their well, only other series. Yeah, three games to none against Seattle. And uh, they're up three games to none against uh, the Yankees right now. And the Yankees are imploding uh, internally currently. So uh, this morning, Don Mattingly was twi- uh, tr- trending on Twitter because I think uh, Yankees fans want uh, – uh, the Yankees to uh, get rid of the entire front office and coach and managing and coaching staff and and put in like some combination of Don Mattingly and Derek Jeter into the <laughs> into the. I fold. see, and they want to do that right now during the playoffs. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe that would uh, give them give them a a boost. But yeah, so the Yankees are are, are they're, they're they're unless they have some sort of Red Soxian miracle and come back from three games to nothing, they are they are going to be out of the playoffs tonight. I, I, is, is my that is that is my prediction. Um, yeah, and uh, I might as well I might as well mention that that's that's my no decision is that in theory the Yankees are still in the playoffs, um, mainly that they have advanced as far as they have already, and that uh, it's it's a, a kind of annoying that they are still this far into the playoffs, but uh, the the signs are pointing to uh, an exit tonight, I guess. So so it's good that they're exiting. Oh no, it's, yeah, it's good that they're exiting, but bad that they're in the playoffs is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good that they're that they're down three to nothing. I guess. Well, yeah. Well, I think I think that um, baseball fans have come to terms with the fact that the Yankees are going to be somewhat in the in, in the playoff picture somehow. Just no matter what, like over the past I think twenty or so years, or almost thirty years now, I don't know if they've missed the playoffs at all uh, in a year. They've either gotten the wild card or the division. It's uh, it's kind of annoying. Uh, yeah, I don't really follow them too much, so I'll take your word for that. I guess. Yeah. So uh, I guess the other series is Philly and San Diego. Yeah. Did you watch any of last night's game? Last <laughs> night, no. Saturday um, night we're talking about. But uh, I, I think I. So Tuesday they had a game, but that was also the Senators' home opener. So I watched the Sens' home opener first, and I kind of I was I was waiting. So. Uh, Vanessa got to go to that game. I stayed oh. home, so I was waiting for her to to come home. So I put on the Phillies Padres game in the back. It was over by then, I think. Yeah, I, I I saw the replay of Schwarber's home run, which that was I a guess pretty big home run. Yeah, as the longest home run in that ballpark ever. Could I be. think like 488 feet. Uh, yeah, and one I think it was 119 miles per hour yeah. exit velocity. So they won the game one two to nothing. Game two, San Diego came back and won eight to five. Um, game three, Philadelphia won four to two. 
And then last night was a it was it was a crazy game. It was um, the, both of the starting pitchers didn't make it out of the first inning. It was four to three after the first inning, um, and it took almost uh, well, it took forty eight minutes to play that first inning. Um, and uh, Philadelphia came on top ten to six. So they've got a pretty uh, a strong hold on the series now because they're leading three games to one. Um, and I think we were talking about this a little bit last week. Um, this is really proving that that wins are certainly overrated because Philly, the Phillies, uh, they finished this the year with 87 wins. And I think the Padres, it was actually 89 wins that they finished off with. So, um, yeah, maybe, 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 um, it got me, this actually got me thinking a little bit because a lot of people have been, uh, debating the postseason format lately because of all the, all the strong teams going home. And, you know, I think a strong, like a, a team that's going to win in the playoffs has a strong bullpen, strong pitching, and they hit at the right moments. And well, that's, that's sort of, um, at least in the two leagues that I follow, MLB and NHL, it's it really seems like the type of gameplay in the playoffs is different from the regular season. So yeah. you can build a team to be like a huge juggernaut i guess you know 100 win team in the playoffs or sorry in the regular season that'd be a lot of wins in the playoffs um but uh, if you don't have the right type of um right type of players or system that luck uh, too luck factors as well but like you know teams play differently and especially in the nhl i think things the games are probably uh uh, I'll say managed differently by the referees. So it's like, oh, it's a yeah, different, yeah. it's, it's more intense and a different style of, of game in the playoffs than the regular season. So it seems like I, I it's, it's kind of hard to determine what, like, cause you can't just, you can't play well enough to get into the playoffs. Like you have to play hard in order to get as many as the number of wins required to get mm-hmm. in there. No, but we've touched on it a little bit last week where we were talking about like, resting could be good and i wonder if like you know teams have like you know like analytics and stuff and and they 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 have all these like pitching machines and and and, and videos and, and and information that they're at at, at hand maybe, maybe resting more players is going to be the key to to if, if if you know that you're a good team if you rest your players and don't try to get 110 wins um maybe maybe somewhere between 90 and 100 wins means you know that your 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 chances are are pretty safe depending on your division of course to make the playoffs if you can if well, you can figure out which I was, I, go ahead i was going to say that you know maybe it's a little harder with the balanced schedule coming next year i guess but um you know maybe they play harder against division opponents than um than like they don't worry so much about western road trips or national league i guess yeah that would be that would be a way for for, for like i'm talking with, i guess about the blue jays but i guess if you're a national league team you would not worry so much about uh, resting players uh, if you're playing you know an opposite a team in the opposite league yeah like you want to focus more on your division and then your own league and then worry about the rest of the games. Yeah. So, so yeah, like you, um, I, I think that rest might be the, the, the new, um, efficiency for, for, for next year. Like we, <laughs> like we see like players like, like Vladdy playing like a hundred and almost a full season, hundred I think he played some like 160 games this year. Uh, but it's more about, I'm talking more about the, 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 the pitchers and, and making sure that their arms don't fall off. And, and even, even some, some, uh, you know, may, may, maybe there's a, uh, maybe, maybe a guy like George Springer is a good, good, good example of a guy who would, does need a lot of rest. So maybe, you know, maybe 150 uh, game seasons are, are more the, the, the sweet spot for position players. And, and, um, some sort of innings or pitch limit for for relievers, or or, or uh, you know managing whether they go back to back games and things like that. They mm. that ne- needs to be just more maybe maybe and maybe teams are doing this already. Maybe um maybe maybe Houston's doing this. <laughs> well, or maybe uh, maybe that's the if that's where they decide to figure on 
you know, which players need more rest. So maybe a team might carry more pitchers versus position players. Well, there's only a, there's only a, 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 there's a limit of how many pitchers you can carry for sure. Uh, And when a team like the Blue Jays have three catchers in their roster, that, that kind of limits things as well. So it's, it's just interesting to see. see, There you go. That's, that's more signs, I think, leading to uh, Blue Jays trading, probably trading Alejandro Kirk. That's, I, that's my off-season prediction, and I've been saying that uh, pretty much the whole year. So okay, well, we'll we'll see what happens. We've got lots of off-season to 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 wait uh, with bated breath on that. So, but um, today we've got yeah we've got two baseball games coming up today. Uh, San Diego's playing this afternoon. San Diego and Philadelphia playing in Philadelphia this afternoon, um, and that series could be over. And I think that uh, Houston and New York is going to be over tonight. So that's uh, interesting. Um, World, World well, maybe I'll set up soon. some. I'll set up some alerts on my phone to get uh, uh, the final score because I probably won't be watching those. Yeah, I'll, I'll, today, I will be we'll if I if I watch the Phil, the 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 Philly uh, Phillies and Padres game, I will be PVRing it. Maybe even watching it as late as tonight. So no spoilers. Um, so sorry, your your no decision was was the Yankees are still in the playoffs. Um, yeah. Okay, well. I'll go. I'll I'll, I'll uh, counter your no decision with my no decision then, because um, yeah, it, was, it came out um, this uh, week that uh, Dan Schulman he does the obviously he does the Blue Jays games, but it, he also does the ESPN radio games, um, and it was announced that he's going to be calling his last World Series for ESPN radio uh, this year, and that kind of piqued my interest a little bit uh, because the reason is that he's going to be devoting more time to uh, during the baseball season to specifically the Blue Jays. He's going to be doing college basketball in the in the in the off season, um, but he'll call Jays. It was announced he called Jays games until November in 2023. Um, so so my mind quickly went that the Rogers understands that um, they or they their their goal is to for the Blue Jays to have a playoff run. So part of that means that they're gonna they, mm. they will have to reinvest into the team as they are with the broadcast teams. Did you see where I'm going with this? So, so you're saying that they they want to have an on-field a, a World Series on-field product so that they can have Dan Schulman call a World Series. Well, they want to have they want to have a product for for their 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 broadcast team to call. Uh, <laughs> I think I think and, and and I think it just points to the fact that they understand that um, that they will need to, inv- to to put more money into the on-field product as well as on the off-field as they've they've already I, done. I'm I'm pretty sure they're they're aware of the money they need to put in the on-field product. Well, and and I know all teams are aware of the money that that needs to be put in, but not all teams are willing to spend that money. And I think that the uh, maybe what I should re- rephrase that is the, that that Rogers uh, by this news seems to be indicating that they are uh, they are ready to to spend that money as opposed to just being aware I, that, that 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 money exists. I think they were going to spend it either way, but. Uh, um, so uh, I don't have a strikeout listed because um, I, I really I, I think there's been more positive stuff out of the Blue Jays and we'll talk about yeah, that yeah. later. Um, but I, you know, having not really watched any of the other games on this week, I don't really have anything to pull um, from as a strikeout. I guess maybe the the closest thing I can think of would be uh, the Yankees fans. Uh, I heard that they are turning on. Aaron Judge and 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 calling him out for being like zero and three in the last game or something like that. Three, yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, I think Yankee, Yankees fans can be as negative as they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it's not a strikeout. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that uh, you know, for a, a player that is a free agent at the end of the year, that's probably not uh, uh, the best thing to be, uh, you know, to uh, a best display for. I mean, I know the fans shouldn't really have any kind of influence on a player signing with a team or not but uh you know some players they don't like being under that kind of uh, uh pressure and microscope uh, well you know what though the fact that he hit 62 home runs as a yankee means that he's at least comfortable with that microscope because he was certainly um very close uh inspected very closely throughout the entire but season he could go to a team uh, well, the Blue Jays aren't a good example because Blue Jays fans are uh, can be equally as uh, as rough on players and and uh, pick on players. Uh, they usually find a scapegoat, but uh, you know, it could go to a franchise where where the fans actually really love the players and and you know can 
uh, can get behind them. And sure, they might be critical when they're having bad games, but they won't, uh, you know, they won't boo the players on the field. So maybe that's that's something that he might consider for. So you're saying he's a he's a future St. Louis Cardinal, is what you're saying? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not a future Tampa Bay Ray. Uh, yeah, well, they don't have any fans, let alone a fan that would necessitate a a, uh, a complaint. Anyways, um, my, well, my, my strikeout actually has to do with that the most recent uh, uh, San Diego-Philadelphia game. That is, my strikeout is bullpen games in the playoff. I mean, bullpen games in general, but especially bullpen games in the playoffs, because it really like the it, it, it slows the game, the pace of the game down quite a bit, and it it also like. You, it's nice to be able to follow a starting pitcher through a game as opposed to like not getting out of the first inning or whatever. So it's just, just bullpen games are annoying to watch. I, I prefer, you know, if I know there's going to be a bullpen game going in and I kind of suspected it with this game, um, my, my plan isn't usually to, to, to pay too, too close attention. And, and my, my instincts I think were correct in yesterday's game. It was a pretty yeah. uh, wild game. I, guess, I, I don't think I would want to see, like it seems kind of weird for a, for a playoff team to put to do a bullpen game because i mean i i guess you know i could probably see the blue jays having done that in a seven game series based on their pitching staff but it's like yeah you know in the regular season it makes sense because you have to pace yourself but you really want to win uh every you want to win your series so like it you'd have to be in a really good position in order to uh to rest to like have a bullpen game like would you want to We'd, I th- I think a bullpen so if the game. series was was closer. So hang on, yesterday you said it was a bullpen game. So at that point, it was two to one, two to one. So why would San Diego, uh, in that close of a series, have a bullpen game? Well, I don't necessarily like think that, like, it wasn't necessarily a plan for it to be a bullpen game because I think Steve Clevenger, in theory, could be could could go more than like three or four innings. Not that he has, but um, yeah, I just I just think that uh, um, it's. Teams don't do it in the playoffs because they 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 want to. It's because they 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 have to, um, and like you don't. You, it's it's just it just depends on 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 the structure of the series, how many off days, when the off days come, and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, they're just not fun to watch. That's that's why it's my strikeout. Okay, well, um, home run. Uh, we I, I mentioned this uh, a little bit ago, maybe just a few minutes, but there's been lots of positive Blue Jays news out there this week, which is mm-hmm. uh, a nice change. And um, well, we'll, we'll I, I see one of them is your home run, but uh, let's why don't we cover like something like the uh, the Gold Glove finalists, for example? Oh yeah, that was well, one yeah. of the that was one of the positive news that came out this week. Yeah, there are five Blue Jays that are up for the award: <laughs> of Vladdy, Matt Chapman, Whit Merrifield, Jackie Brand, Jackie well, Bradley Jr., and Jose Barrios. Two of those are like technicalities, I'd say, just because they ended up on the Blue Jays. <laughs> oh, not Jackie Bradley and Whit yeah. Merrifield. Yeah, I mean, and, like they're technically Blue Jays, but they they aren't they weren't recognized. I would say not recognized for their tenure with the Blue Jays because well, Whit, Whit Merrifield was was up for the utility with yeah more with Kansas City for sure, and he didn't play so much down the stretch with with Toronto. And that's the thing about these awards is they kind of are more about reputation than actual results. Um, but yeah, it's nice that Vladdy's up for for the award. Yeah, and a lot of the articles that I've seen pop up have been like you know, uh, you know just about the fact that people um you know focusing on his down offensive numbers which you know we're still good but forgetting his defense uh during the season so it's it's good to see that side of his game highlighted yeah when he had a good year yeah and and same with jose brios it was a pretty negative year but uh, hey he fielded well <laughs> but i think that, i think of all of all the players matt chapman is is most likely to 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 win the award yeah i think so yeah. Um, yeah. So another positive story, which is my home run for the week, is that the Jays uh, announced that they signed uh, manager John Schneider to a three-year contract. Uh, so that that's positive for sure. Yeah. So that that can uh, you know quiet some of the Blue Jays fans, uh, the ones that were calling for him to be fired after the playoffs, and also the ones that are uh, you know calling assuming that he wasn't going to be signed because he hadn't been. Uh, announced as the manager well and technically you couldn't fire him because he was just announced as the interim manager so so that wouldn't be a firing it would just be like okay you're interim and not hiring yeah we're not rehiring you um but yeah no and and you were saying how some fans were calling for like 
uh, Terry Francona out of the, out of the yeah. Caribbean. But like, first of all, like even if he wasn't uh, an option, I he would not be a good option because he's he's close to retirement. I would say, and he's had he's had health problems over over the past few seasons that have forced him to miss uh, miss time in the regular season. So, and and he's he's also just one of those more old school guys that I don't know. Like it's interesting that he's an old school guy on a relatively progressive. Uh, team like like uh cleveland guardians uh but i don't know that a lot of uh front offices want to have an old school uh guy uh as leading their team yeah and uh well i, I guess this is a it's a three-year contract eh? is that a mm-hmm. like a standard with an option uh, year, with an option year on, on yeah that. well is it, that means so for the the fourth year is an option year or, is it, or yeah, the third the year fourth, the fourth i don't know like i guess um it's it's it depends on the on the individual uh manager like like Terry Francona is going year to year, I think, with his contract because he's not sure what, what he wants to do the following year, and it, it it just depends on on the situation. But I think like it just you know like when you when you pick your guy, which they've done with John Schneider, you want to sign him to more than a one year deal because if you sign him to a one year deal, it's saying you know your job isn't so uh, safe potentially if he's just signed to a one year deal. Well, I guess it's it also kind of says suggests that that's who they wanted long term anyway. Yeah, yeah, and and. He's been a, a Blue Jay for life, basically. He uh, now I have this quote here. He says, "I am honored, excited, and deeply humbled to continue leading this extraordinary group of players, coaches, and staff. This organization has made me feel at home since day one. Many people have had a hand in helping me get there, and becoming a manager of the Blue Jays is not something I take lightly. My family and I love Toronto, and I can't wait to build upon an already great group of players and bring a World Series back to the or all our fans." Occur- across canada so that's 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 nice yeah uh, and also i i saw he's only 42 yeah yeah uh he's 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 young he's young um, yeah he's, makes he's, me makes me question some life decisions i guess a little bit yeah you could have been a manager uh if you had tried to be a major league catcher and and injured yourself or or, or not not made a past triple a in, in your mid-20s then then you could follow his career path too uh, but yeah, he's he's been with the Jays since I think 2002 as a player, and then uh, um, I think the story was um, he was in AAA, and he said something like, "Okay, well, I know I'm not gonna make it as a as a player." He had concussion problems, I think, as a catcher, lots of injuries and stuff, and he uh, said, "You know, if I hit a home run, I'm 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 calling it quits right here, right there." And so that and that actually happened. He hit a home run in a AAA game, and he literally just like. Get, to take me out of the game, and that that was that was the last at bat of his career, and he started being he started uh, his coaching path uh, right after that. Now, is that a true story? I don't it, know. It, it, no, it, I, heard, I heard them talk about it on a broadcast. I could be paraphrasing it slightly, but that's basically the story of how his coaching career started, which is which is fun, which is fun. Like he is, he knew that uh, you know being a major league player wasn't in his in the cards for him, and uh, he he made it as dramatic of an exit as he as he could. So that's pretty good. I see. It's, it's like it's like the, when the, when like uh, George Costanza leaves the room on 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 the high note in, the, in Seinfeld. <laughs> uh, well, I guess that really ties into our weekly poll. Oh, uh, that's, I right. that's right. I have that pulled up here, and uh, I I hadn't I didn't actually take a peek before, but I was uh, swiping through the pictures in our, our show notes, and that was the next uh, picture because you took a screenshot of the poll. So um, this week. I, I didn't answer this one. I did, I missed it. Uh, I, I'm supposed to have notifications on my phone when uh, the when we tweet from the Jays from home account, but they haven't been showing up. But anyway, I see. Um, so the poll this week was: Will John Schneider return as Blue Jays manager next season? So I I think the answer might be pretty obvious. Well, yeah, we already know the answer. Um, at the time on Wednesday, we didn't know the answer, and most people, overwhelming majority. Or 75% of the folks said yes. Um, 10% said no. And 15% said bring back Gibby. Uh, you you so. said bring back Gibby, right? That's your answer? Um, I think I said yes. But uh, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't want to just have yes or no as, as, as options. And related to Gibby, um, it's not a follow-up question, but it turned out it was announced earlier this week that he actually interviewed for, for the Marlins manager job. Did you hear about that one? Uh, other than when you told me, no, no. Um, but I, 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 I makes me wonder if like that's that's one of the reasons why he's been uh, you know a, a little more active in uh, you know well he's what he's got a podcast and uh, well I I think the reason why he's 
yeah, he's definitely got a book coming out. Um, he's the reason why he's active podcasting is because he's got a book coming out. He's they're they're yeah. they're they're, they're well, yeah, but book. I mean, like you know, he's he's raising his profile a little bit other than just for the book. So maybe he's like uh, well, uh, he remind people that uh he's he's still out there and uh and yeah he's uh, interested in in coaching again and he did actually mention that on one of the, his most recent podcasts saying like you know like he he does he would be interested in a manager job not and he wouldn't he, I, he said he didn't he doesn't anticipate himself ever going back to the jays or whatever but he he does still want to manage and he interviewed for a job so so it's, there are potential opportunities for him out there but I, I i wonder we talked about terry francona being an old school guy i wonder if if maybe john gibbons is a little too kind of old school uh leaning um for for these new uh progressive front offices he he's certainly a leaning uh manager he does he does a lot of leaning in the dugout I think, <laughs> yeah. from what i remember yeah no he, he's fun to watch and actually in um to plug his podcast, uh, he's going to be his hit. He's going to be inter- interviewing Alex Anthopoulos the, this this week, so that'll be uh, interesting to, to to hear their relationship together because he actually is also a, a consultant uh, for Atlanta as well. So that's his uh, his that's that's the team that currently employs him. Uh, he I'm not sure what exactly he does, but he probably just does some advanced scouting or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe he uh, he. Uh says he points out where he would have uh, argued a call with the umpires and got thrown out maybe, maybe. So he, that's that's his uh his coaching analytics for maybe for, who's the manager for uh for atlanta atlanta um oh what's his name uh i forget his name now exactly that's he's that bald guy. he's bald he's bald <laughs> a lot of managers are bald um yeah well they wear hats it's hard to tell sometimes uh, okay, so other other Blue Jays news, uh, not as positive, I guess, but uh, Guriel had some wrist surgery in the off season. Yeah, well, no, it's, it's not. I don't. I, I don't consider this a positive or negative, but it, it it kind of explains why he wasn't hitting any home runs, doesn't it? I guess so. I don't know. Yeah, he didn't have any power, so so, and he had off season wrist surgery. So, um, he's he's a guy that a lot of people talk about potentially uh, the Jays. Could could get rid of and, and use towards you know getting in pitching or something like that, and and the fact that he had wrist surgery would explain his kind of the disappearance of power over this past year. He can be, became a completely different hitter, and that that completely explains why. I I don't know about getting rid of him though. Like it's hard to. I mean, you you they probably have to well, get where, rid of where, somebody. Where are you gonna Where are you gonna make adjustments on this team? Well, the, if that's what I, I well what I was gonna say was that like. Guriel last year, he was a, even without hitting power, like he was a really important part of the lineup in you know getting on base and starting some rallies and getting runs in. So it's like even without power, he's a pretty important player. And he's but I mean, there's other players on the team that in I, I don't know if you would get rid of Teoscar. Like is, you're taking away some power if you do that. Um, like, yeah, no, I don't. Well, I think his, I think Gurriel's contract is up at the end of the year. Is also the thing. I see. Yeah, and 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 he's not. He's he defensively. He's not. He's not the strongest defensive left fielder. We we've we've seen how he 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 can take a a a long the the longer way when 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 chasing down down balls. He has, he has he has a good arm and everything, but uh, I don't know. That could be the the the, the guy that. Uh, uh, you could try try to get some bullpen help for, and teams could see you know, the fact that he had that wrist surgery that you know his power could come back, and so he could be um, a key guy, uh, key key trade bait. I don't know. And and re- remember the year before all the all the grand slams that he have, he he, he has power. So he, he some teams Didn't could he have two of them in in one game. I don't know. <laughs> in one week, maybe I think it was in one week. Yeah. That's yeah. not that's not a, a ton. That's more. Well, than, no, but he had he had a lot of home think, runs. He had but... power. He could he 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 went when he he but it completely disappeared. But I think teams could see him as a kind of like reclamation project. So he could be a valuable trading piece. That that could be something to to look for in the off season. Who knows? Well, you never know. I guess. So is is that all that we have for Blue Jays stuff? As I far that's... as I know, uh, that's the, the yeah that's that's it for me. Um, yeah, so uh, we have just other managerial news. The Rangers hired Bruce Bochy as their manager. It was announced, I think, on Friday. So that's interesting. He's an old school guy for sure. 
I'll, I'll take your word for it as far, as far as it being interesting. Well, he he won three World Series in the 2010s with the with with San Francisco. He he's he's basically a Hall of Fame manager when when he retires officially whenever that happens. But uh, he's going to be taking over as manager, and he has, he has I think maybe of all the managers, he has the largest uh, cap size in in baseball. That's also something that I think that you should know. He has the largest <laughs> circumference. His head is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I do. Oh, the, the next one is about World Baseball Classic. I did see some. Uh, the the what I saw about it was just that Fox is going to cover all the games. For oh yeah, they announced the the, the schedule. The, like Fox and FS1 are going to show. It. I'm sure like the the sports Sportsnet will will also show it. So it'll 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 be, that'll be fun to watch. Um, so Panama, Czech Republic, and Great Britain and Nicaragua qualified for the World Baseball Classic. So that's that's interesting. Uh, uh, Czech Has Canada public? qualified for it? I oh don't... yeah, yeah. Canada's already uh, in 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 pool. Uh, what pool are they in? They are in pool C with USA, Mexico, Colombia, and yeah, Great Britain uh, is in that uh, pool as well. That that was the last team to be entered into the pool. So um, they're in Great that Britain, one. not a team that I, I I would or a country I would associate with baseball. But so that's, yeah. that's interesting. No, exactly. So. Um, yeah, so Panama is in Pool A with Italy, Cuba, Netherlands, and Chinese Taipei. Uh, Czech Republic, another not traditional baseball uh, stronghold, uh, is in Pool B with Japan, Korea, Australia, China, and Czech Republic. Uh, I just said Czech Republic. Um, so they're playing in Tokyo. Uh, pool A is playing in Taichung, Taiwan in, in March. Uh, pool C, like I mentioned, uh, they're they're going to be playing March 11th to 15th in Phoenix. And I think Canada plays the first game of that pool, as far as the schedule goes. And Pool D is Puerto Rico, Venezuela, Dominican Republic, Israel, and Nicaragua. And that's in Miami, March 11th. So I assume that the pools are are organized based on geography and not like a um, competition level type of... uh, Yeah, well, yeah, I guess so. Like there's North American... Like there's 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 kind of like the the, the North America North America kind of pool for Pool C and the Caribbean pool for Pool D plus Israel uh, and plus Great Britain for Pool C and then Pool A is like the the kind of Asian sort of European I'm not sure how Pool, pool A I'm not sure how they do geographic because they got Netherlands Chinese Taipei Cuba Italy and Panama so that that that's that's uh, maybe they just couldn't figure out where to put any of those guys um, and then yeah and then Pool B is is kind of the 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 um, Eastern Hemisphere, kind of like Japan, Korea, Australia, China, and then Czech Republic. They're just, you know, you made it, you're in there <laughs> kind of thing. So um, that'll be a fun one to watch, uh, that pool B. And then, yeah, uh, so interesting in- interesting uh, information coming out as far as that goes. Yeah. Um, and so, oh, it's some, something I hadn't heard of, although I probably would have seen it if I was paying attention to some uh, emails that I normally get. Um um, what is this? Official cryptocurrency exchange of MLB is under investigation for violating Texas law. Yeah. Um, well, I, I wouldn't say this is a, a uh, unexpected, but I would say, you know, weird to partner with cryptocurrency with the way that uh, things are going with cryptocurrency. In general. Well, exactly. I think early in the year, the Nationals had some issues with their cryptocurrency partner. And the, you, you see that you see like it, it's FTX is the company. You see it like like front and empires or empires. And so I guess there's some, some sort of things going on where they've broken the state securities law. um, And so they're under investigation. So I think that, uh, you know, like we were talking about last, was it last week? How like just major league baseball just doesn't really think uh, two steps ahead as far as their, their partnering goes. Uh, Yeah, we were, because we were talking about the CBD partner last, last week. So, so there's just, just another weird, weird partnership, uh, 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 controversy with the with 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 MLB. Yeah, I guess they're like yeah, they're just thinking uh, money and not in terms of uh, optics or future future considerations. Exactly, and then, and I don't and that's that's gonna hurt the the sport long term, and it, it, it's something that is is greatly frustrating to me. Um, speaking of, we were just talking about WBC, but going going back to international baseball though, um, we had we had. Uh, Phil Selig on, on the show a couple weeks ago, we were talking about the Cuban Elite League um, being delayed because they didn't have any uniforms. But um, it actually started yesterday, according to uh, his tweet. 
They started two weeks late. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, well, two weeks late, better than never, I guess. Yeah. Well, no, it's nice. Uh, I guess. I guess they're just. It's kind of an, a newish baseball league, from what I understand. Um, and yeah, it'll be. I I just like that the fact that we've got some some more off season baseball to look forward to. We've got the Australian League, which is I think usually on YouTube. We've got um, the, uh, the 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 Dominican League, which comes on MLMeet.tv. And the Cuban League, but I'm gonna like I'm gonna have to learn Spanish if I'm gonna really understand <laughs> these games. You can sort of understand the the language uh, by by following the 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 play by play. You can sort of you know like, I mean, sort of get what's going on. But it's it's it, it'd be good if I could actually understand the language that they that they spoke. Well, I guess the only thing you'd be missing out would be like um, like the uh, the analysis or extra commentary provided because you yeah. can watch the game just fine without. Oh well, play. yeah, and and but I, I, you know, you need to have some game uh, sound. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mute it or anything like that because it's you need to have that game sound. And and even even if it is in Spanish, it's kind of that. It, it sometimes it's even more fun. There's more like excitement in the Spanish broadcast than there is uh, in, uh, in in English broadcasts. <laughs> um, okay, well, is there anything uh, we want to? cover with uh baseball news before we wrap up and uh, no i think Blue that's Jays. it I, th- I don't have any titans news and nothing like you know they're, they're traditionally with the blue jays look ahead we talk about the, the the season but there are things to look forward to like i think they actually have started maybe like working on the like i think re- renovations of rogers center is something that we'll have to kind of keep an eye on i haven't heard too too much news about it but i think not well, i hope they start working on it <laughs> yeah well i'm sure they have some sort of deadline going on uh but yeah not, nothing to look ahead to um no no news as far as that goes but that's yeah just we may, we may or may not have something to look ahead to uh but yeah nothing right now um so should we should we cue the horns Them from home yeah so uh there's actually some stuff to talk about since they played three more games since last week three home um, games Is that, was it three home games three home games and they they're at home for uh well they're, they're they've got a game tomorrow night against Dallas. monday night you're talking about yeah monday night and uh and thursday and then they're on the road again on saturday okay. um so uh so yeah they in those three games that they played, uh, so now they're on a three-game win streak after dropping the first two. Has that they happened scored, in a while? Uh, no, I don't, <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, they scored 18 goals in the last three games, wow. while allowing nine. So uh, that's that's pretty good if you want to win. Um, there's probably some underlying things they still need to work on. Um, people are, are watching very closely to the structure of the games, uh, in terms of, um, you know, after the first two games, everybody was saying fire DJ Smith. Um, now people are a little more tempered, but I think, um, still have to see how the team plays in the next little bit. Um, especially cause at, coming off last night's game, I didn't watch the third period. I was, uh, getting dinner ready but i was listening to it so i didn't see this but apparently josh norris left the game after uh i think he like took a face off and fell sort of like what happened to pinto last year so and norris has shoulder injury history so it's possible that he might uh, miss some games but probably find out monday night dj smith though like why why do people want him fired because i've I've heard some like I've, i've seen some lists that have him on the hot seat but i don't know like first of all i don't know how you can put him on the hot seat considering well it's not had getting players and stuff you know yeah it's it's more more so like the last couple of years um uh like they've they've had some really bad starts like they they haven't been expected to be playoff teams uh, the last two years but like last year was supposed to be better and they got off they basically were eliminated from the playoffs in the first uh, couple months of the year um and i wouldn't put the blame on him though no, no, but but like there's there's some things that he's he doesn't have a very good defensive structure and and I was, this week I didn't see it so much but um, especially on the the weekend last weekend when they played Toronto uh, for instance when he had the net empty to try and get uh, a tying goal uh, instead of you know pressing and attacking uh, he had the team doing a lot of dump and chase and then they couldn't actually re you know get the puck back 
And so they weren't able to set up and, and actually try and score. So that's that's a lot of the things that he's being criticized for is that uh, um, the, the defense needs some work. And it's not the players. It's more like the system. And, yeah, he's, he relies a lot too much on uh, the dump and chase um, system, which is not always good. But the last three games, um, especially on Thursday when they played, who did they play on Thursday? Arizona was yesterday on Saturday. Thursday was so Tuesday was Boston. I could easily look this up, um, so I'm going to do that right now. Um, well, why are you doing that? I think I think what they should do actually is fi- yeah, fire DJ Smith, rehire Jacques Martin, rehire Jacques Martin, and just just uh, do some do some neutral zone uh, trap hockey just <laughs> to bring it back to the to the mid 90s. Um, well, that's that seems to be what they're doing with a lot of their rebranding. Um, no, they played Washington, which uh, oh, that's so right. Washington that's and right. Boston, two very good teams, and they they beat Boston seven five and Washington five two, mm-hmm. and even Washington was a really good game. It went down two nothing in the first period, and then scored five straight to win that game. Um, but yeah, uh, the I think it was Washington where I saw they were they were up, and they were they were uh, you know still pressing. Um, I think they were up two goals against Washington and they were still working very hard to try and score more goals. And, um, you know, when they, when they can get the puck in the, in the offensive zone, they can really hem in the other team and, and force them to, to long shifts and, you know, they move the puck around really well. So like when they're doing that, I would say not don't fire DJ Smith, but it's, you know, it's when he makes some poor uh, system related decisions is, is when he looks bad and that's where, uh, the play, the fans are saying fire DJ Smith. So I think though, unofficially, give him ten to fifteen games to to see what the team looks like. Well, yeah, I think a, the quarter point is usually when they kind of re uh, re examine that. Um, you know, you talked about the mid nineties aesthetic. Uh, the reverse retro jerseys for the NHL were were released this week. What 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 were your thoughts on that? Um, well, most of them are are. <laughs> There, there, there were actually a lot of really interesting ones out there, and, and like lots of, uh, I think what the the what the um, this type of jersey is supposed to, uh, you know, put some interesting stuff out there. I I noticed that there were a lot of um, late '90s, early 2000s third jerseys uh, mm-hmm. that came out of that, and not just third jerseys, but like rebrands, like Buffalo had their their buffalo head that they introduced their in the buff late slug? 90s. No, no, the buffalo slug is is different. The, oh, that's, that's right. No, you're right. You're right. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know the the Capitals uh, eagle logo was uh, was mm-hmm. out there. Bruins they use their the one that they use on their yellow jerseys. They've got yeah. the bear. That was that was, a, that uh, was but a it's not a yellow jersey. Um, Seattle had probably one of the most boring ones because <laughs> they don't. Their their two year old team, but um, Ottawa's was based on the uh, I guess the best called the Swoop jersey, which was I, I thought it was 1999. It was actually 97 that it was released. Yeah, it was it was uh, mid 90s. It was a third jersey, and then it was in the late in the early 2000s when it was made their away or their home jersey. Right, right. Um, but uh, so this. The Senators jersey, uh, they put their current logo on a black jersey, and they have the swoop design, but it's just not an outline. Like, filled in. Yeah, it's just an outline, and the the numbers and the letters are in that same font, and they've got the um, the that logo that was originally on that swoop jersey on the shoulders. So you know, it's not a great jersey, but it's also not terrible. But I would have probably added some white in there and maybe put that shoulder patch jersey on the front and it seems like that's something that they should have done um based on what they did with the other jerseys but no no they, but it's it's, it's I, I i i'm on a different boat i think that first of all it's too soon to bring back the uh the that that logo because it was it was it, it got old really fast and um i think that they should Use their current, like the, the just the regular numbering, not not the early two thousands numbering, and just just kind of put the the patches that they have on their current jersey, like you know, like their current away jersey, or I guess their home jersey, and 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 just use those instead of 
putting too much nostalgia into that. I, I like the I like the swoop. I, I I like how it's you know they don't add any extra white. I just like the black and red on there. It looks good. But I think the the the, the numbering, the font on the numbering, and that 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 like the 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 old two thousands logo kind of ruined it a little bit for me. I I think you're you're. The the jersey you're describing is uh, it sounds a lot more boring than what we got. Um, but I like I said, it, it doesn't seem to match what the rest of the jerseys are doing. Uh, well, they don't have a lot of, of history, like j- jersey history. They, there's not there hasn't been tons of variants, and they've only been around for 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 thirty years. Um, some teams have been more bold in in what they've done with their jerseys, so they have more um, more to choose from. Um, the one that that, that kind of from a baseball standpoint um, stood out to me was, was the Canadians Jersey because it, they, they uh, said it was inspired by the Expos colors in the city of Montreal. And that was kind of a nice, simple Jersey and it, it looks, looks good. Uh, did, yeah. And there's a team that really can't do a lot with their logo because they've only had the one logo. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, no, but they, they, yeah, they, they, and I guess the colors that they chose was also sort of inspired by the city of Montreal, but mostly it was the Expos that inspired this jersey. So that's that's pretty cool for bringing it back to, a, to, to baseball. Um, but yeah, any anything else, Senators wise, that you wanted to, to cover on? Mm, nope, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, uh, they, so they're they're back in action Monday, Thursday, and Saturday. I don't know what the rest of the if they play next Sunday or not, but. Uh, um, They've they've got some some tough opponents. I think Dallas, which they're playing Monday, is uh, has been playing very well. Um, they have uh, Minnesota on Thursday, which I don't think that they've played very well this year. Um, uh, Florida on Saturday. I mean, Florida is a Florida's good, team. good, right? They, yeah. Yep, and that actually is the first instance of the uh, the. Battle of the Kachucks. So uh, oh. instead of you know the twice a year, it's now going to be four times a year where Brady and Matthew will face off against so each what, other. So what day is the Battle of the Kachucks? Saturday, Saturday. at four o'clock. Oh, the prime this. time hockey viewing four o'clock. Exactly. On Saturday. Exactly. All right. Well, let's take a quick break and come back and talk about some non-baseball things. <laughs> And we're back. We took a bit longer of a break to discuss what theme music or what 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 break music we wanted to put. So I'll be I'll be uh, interested to see uh, once this is 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 yeah, we, released what what you we what did you chose. Some, yeah, we didn't come up with a, a consensus. Uh, okay, well I, I'm going to start off in, in with the strikeout, and I think actually they in in the general in a thematic. Uh, way to to look at it they're they're pretty similar uh, but my strikeout is um neighbors that are piling their leaves on the road instead of putting them in bags um they're so like uh, i noticed this a lot yesterday and because uh, i went for a bike ride uh and i saw it around the neighborhood and i also noticed it last night when i was walking uh walking the dog um you know the, this isn't anything new in this neighborhood, but uh, they the neighbors seem to just pile all the leaves on the side of the road instead of actually bagging them to be picked up um, on garbage day. And then not really part of the strikeout, but a curiosity is uh, I was walking through this. We have a little forest sort of uh, nearby and I was walking through the other day and um, this I saw this one person carrying two bags of leaves into the forest and dump them out into the forest instead of leaving them at, to be picked up on on our garbage day. I, well, maybe maybe, that, maybe they were setting the leaves free. <laughs> I don't. I just could not understand what the uh, what the thought process was there. Why he was like it, it well, seemed like or it maybe more maybe to drag the leaves into the forest and dump them out than to just leave them at the end of your driveway. But maybe maybe they were uh, they murdered a tree and were scattering the parts of the tree body so that uh, they wouldn't get the the, the uh, murder investigation of that tree wouldn't be tied back to them. Well, he didn't seem too worried about uh, about being seen. So uh, uh, I don't think that's that's what happened. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that that is interesting. Uh, but yeah, um, leaves are biodegradable. I guess you, they they 
you could put them back in the forest where they belong. Um, my my strikeout this week is um, I've, I I was going through in my mind of a lot of different strikeouts, uh, but I think I, I settled on on, on ladybugs. It was, we seem to be in in ladybug season where they're where they're flying yeah. all over the place and they're they're coming inside the house. So so here's I I saw this on your list and and so I did a. Uh, a, a tiny bit of research uh, as to what's going on. So the ones that are coming into the house, those are actually it's a it's an Asian ladybug uh, variant that are actually an invasive species. Well, they are because they they're are inside the of my house. That, uh, yeah, they they go they go inside and find warm places for the winter. So th- ah. th- those are the ones that are coming into the house. And um and and yeah, they the reason why there's so many of them, I think, has something to do with so they they eat aphids or, or something and there's there's been a lot of those this year so that's led to the increase of ladybugs and and, and yeah they're they're I, i've kind of learned to just ignore them in the house for the most part they ignore us and we but yeah. uh, they are definitely annoying well here's the thing about those ladybugs is that um we no matter how much we can ignore them uh my cat does not ignore them. So he goes crazy chasing bugs that come into this, whether it's a fly or a ladybug. He just goes goes crazy on on, on the hunt for these these ladybugs, and, and he just tears the, around the house. The worst part about these ladybugs, too, is that, well, all ladybugs, uh, they, they're, one of their defense mechanisms is to uh, release some sort of uh, liquid that smells. Uh, but these oh. ones also, uh, they're kind of like a yellowy substance, and they can stain furniture and stuff. So... Um, that's that's another annoying thing for for ladybugs in the house. So um, today we're picking up some materials to uh, to create some traps so that uh, we can we can get them out of the house. Uh, but uh, so we're gonna get you need a two liter plastic soda bottle and uh, and you you cut it in half, put some fruit or something sugary in the bottom, and then flip the the top half that you cut off inside so they fly in but they can't fly out um, i see but the only thing is we have to drink the the stuff from the afterwards from the when when, the, when no 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 <laughs> the, to, to, in order to have an empty pop bottle we have to we have to drink it so we may not have a trap going for for a few days i see i see Depend, depending on 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 uh, on yeah how much cola you drink no the, um yeah i i think that i've maybe seen like three ladybugs in the house so this it's not enough of a a problem to to, to warrant a uh drinking an entire two liter bottle of, the, of those are just the ones you've blood. seen they yeah. they hide yeah well well t- uh, our, our cat tuna will will we'll hunt them all down for us um so yeah that was that's my my strike out is ladybugs and 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 you 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 broke the rule of this podcast and did research to uh to add to that <laughs> Uh, well, there's there's another strikeout, I guess, is research. Okay. research. Um, no decision for me is uh, cooking breakfast. Um, you know, it, the it, there's you get the satisfaction of of uh, of a good meal when you eat it, but the the process of actually cooking it is the annoying part. I'd rather just have the the breakfast ready. Uh, I don't want to cook it. So uh, but, you you but sound I, like my go. kids. It needs to be ready immediately. Yeah, but uh, but they—that's—that's that's what the situation is for them, anyways. But I—I I have to, in order for me to enjoy it, I have to cook it. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's that's the uh, the annoying process is that. Is well, you cooking. don't have to cook breakfast. You could just eat cereal, or you could have uh, a bowl of fruit. Put put, put <laughs> buy one of those 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 pre-cut fruit bowls, and and put some granola on that's top. That's that's expensive when you when you start doing that. Well, if you don't the want to cook, stuff. then then you if 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 you want to have things that aren't cooked, then you gotta you gotta you gotta spend the cash. <laughs> yep. Well, what's your no decision? Um, TVs at the dentist office. Um, I went to the dentist on Monday and had a, a, a my my you know routine teeth cleaning or whatever. And the, the the a lot of these dentist office now have the the TVs that are right over top of of the the chair, right? Um, but they, but every place that I go to, it's it's always just the um, like the 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 Roku home screen that they have it set to. They don't, they don't, and and it's, it ends up being the screensaver of the fish that come over. And so that that's 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 part number one. There's never anything good on TV on at the dentist. I've, I've never seen that uh, actually. Oh uh, well, you you office. You need to switch dentists. The the closest thing I've seen to to screen on the ceiling is uh, when I went for. An MRI, they have like uh, instead of you know the usual drop ceiling tiles, they've got like a 
uh, a fake uh, forest top, like with trees and stuff. To make you feel calm so you don't panic in the machine. Um, And yeah, so, so, but here's the other problem is when they're, you know, when you're at the dentist, they're cleaning your, your, your teeth. They have that giant bright light that's right in the way of the TV screen. So if I, if there was something (laughs) on, if I wanted to follow these, these, these fish screensavers that, uh, go that 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 end up happening and i wanted to just to count the fish or do something to keep my mind busy while i'm having my teeth scraped and cleaned the, 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 it's it's not good i i don't know i they, they need, there needs to be more entertainment at, at dentist's office uh but it's good that they have a tv but you know not good that they have nothing on it uh, okay well um for a second there it sounded like a, a strikeout kind of did it's kind of leaning towards strike it wasn't um, like i, I kind of shifted it out of my strikeout because because i think ladybugs is a, is a more apt strikeout for for the season but yeah it was it, it, it's leaning towards strikeout for sure i see uh well my home run is uh softball season is is finally over we had our last game on thursday and it was probably one of the coldest more most miserable nights uh, <laughs> it almost was raining during the game but it was mostly just a cold night mm-hmm. uh but uh i i had a very good game i went three for four which included uh leading off the game uh, with a home run i was the the lead off batter and first thing I, I hit a home run and i also had a double uh so i had a, a very good game unfortunately we lost but uh the home run is that uh the season is over and we don't have to play in miserable weather anymore. And we have next season to look forward to. You guys should get a domed stadium. There is actually indoor softball leagues. Uh, and they play in those domes, but uh, not something we're really interested in. I think those are more expensive because, I see. Uh, yeah, there's there's not as many fields available. Yeah. So, well, my home run, um, we were talking last week about how the mornings are, are, are freezing cold and the afternoons are, are warm. My, my home run is, is, is cozy jogs. Um, now, that's basically like like we're getting into like close to zero uh, degree weather. Um, and, you know, you don't want to be cold when you're running and you don't want to be hot when you're running. But uh, like you feel it's nice to feel kind of cozy, uh, like wearing like a, a sweater and, 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 and gloves and, 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 and pants. So it's nice to feel, have cozy jogs. I've been running on the treadmill uh, a lot this, this past couple of weeks because of the, the rain. And and I, I just drip sweat on the treadmill because there's no wind resistance on the treadmill. Um, so definitely not cozy when I'm on the treadmill. But when I'm outside running and it's like, you know, five degrees outside, I'm, I'm kind of nice and, and bundled up. It's nice to feel cozy while you're while you're running at the same time. Hmm. Um, yeah, I guess that would be, that would be better. I mentioned I went for a bike ride yesterday. I didn't realize how warm it was. So I was, oh, yeah. I was wearing jeans and Too cozy. just, a, just a t-shirt, but my jacket was, uh, I don't know how it, it's a light jacket, but somehow it was still, uh, really working up a, a sweat, I guess. Mm-hmm, Maybe I should have mm-hmm. just worn a t-shirt and it would have been fine, but yeah. Anyway. And I, I have one more thing. I, I, I have, I, ha- I have a shift now. I got to get this in before the shift is banned in major league baseball, but, um, we talked about last week. Um, I'm going to start Sunday sh- suppers. Uh, we're going to shift it to, to Monday meals because Sundays are just too busy to take the time to, to, to cook. So, so we're going to shift it and make it Monday meals instead of Sunday. Suppers. I see. Well, the shift I think would be allowed as long as you either have it on Monday or Saturday on either side of, of Sunday, Sunday being home plate. <laughs> or no, Sunday base. being second base. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. it, well that, that's good. So, so yeah, we'll have to, 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 to stay within the rules. Uh, yeah. So that, that it's good that it's allowed. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think that's, uh, that's about it. We, the world series next week will, will have started, but I think we so. won't have yeah. a winner yet. No, but, uh, I, it's nice to have the world series, uh, uh, back and uh, yeah, it'll, before we know it, the season will be over and we'll be be talking about more hockey and, and and just theoretical baseball. It's fun to talk about theoretical baseball, but it's even more fun to talk about actual baseball. It's theoretical baseball, like uh, in, there's uh, one Star Trek Next Generation episode where a scientist is is telling Wesley about how he uh, he imagines baseball games in his head because he uses all the stats and everything. That is that theoretical baseball? I guess that could be, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll, we'll get cozy. We'll cuddle up. Cut, not cuddle up, curl up. I won't, I'm not going to cuddle you. Uh, we're we're no. going to curl up. Uh, and and, and we, we, we did receive a certain advanced copy of a certain book. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know if we're allowed to talk about it, but we did receive a certain advanced copy of a book that we will read and talk about uh, in, in this coming off season. Um, 
we did mention the author of this book in this podcast. Uh, if if you're if you're um, resourceful. now you're sounding like the the uh, the radio host who who like are trying to to make it not obvious about uh, about things and like you know trying to uh, <laughs> to not like point you know highlight something that they that they said or or is coming up in a contest and it sounds really fake so. I don't know. Well, who knows if people even listen this far? But yeah, so I'll be, we'll, we'll we'll be reading advanced copies of a certain book and uh, talking about it at some point. Because <laughs> I, I can tell you, I have not started it. At no, all. I have not yet either. Uh, but uh, that'll that'll I'm looking forward to to starting that that book for sure. But yeah, um, I guess next week we'll be talking World Series and some more Senators stuff. Uh, that big uh, battle of the Kachuks will be will be done by the time we we reconvene. Yeah, and and maybe I'll have actually watched the game because yesterday uh, I I slept through pretty much the entire second period. Uh, that's that's what happens with a four o'clock hockey game. That's yeah, that happened I, I a lot during I, the baseball season too. Afternoon games are not great for me. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.